When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. All right, just kind of wrapping up our conversation here. Um, Daryl, when it comes to the NFL right now, and we're talking about the Shield and how dented the Shield may already be, and you know, we've spent the majority of our time talking about Deshaun Watson and what's going on with that case and how the the league is worried about their image. But, you know, this isn't the only thing going on for the NFL right now. You've got the the Brian Flores lawsuit that's going on with what happened in Miami. Dan Snyder is uh, reluctant to talk to Congress. Um, And and you've had a number of other things going on. And I also wonder, let, let me start with this question first. Because we are in Cleveland, how how we prioritize what's going on with the NFL do you see that differently the way that than the national is, or are there are enough national writers writing about Deshaun Watson, writing about Baker Mayfield on a daily or you know biweekly basis that it keeps this as the number one story in the NFL right now? What 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 is the biggest story in the NFL? And and, and, are, and I'm asking you, are we biased? Do you think because we're sitting here in Cleveland thinking that the Watson case, because our lives, our, our team's life revolves around that story? No, look, I mean, the Browns generate the most traffic of any of the NFL teams um, So, from a national perspective. So, no, I, I don't think we're biased, but uh, the Deshaun Watson case is, uh, I, I think, the number one story. Uh, the situation in Washington involving uh, Daniel Snyder, uh, I think, is the number two story right now. Um, uh, in some ways, uh, especially with the arguments that the NFLPA uh, and Deshaun's people want to make as far as relating to the conduct policy, those stories are somewhat intertwined. You've got the, you know, you mentioned the Brian Flores suit. You've got the John Gruden lawsuit, too, uh, out there. Um, and, uh, how, you know, it, 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 it's funny that <laughs> the only thing that came out of that Washington football team investigation was John Gruden's emails, which had absolutely nothing to do with why that investigation took place in the first place. So, no, right. I, I think the I think the Watson situation is still number one as far as uh, national scope, national attention, uh, generating the most eyeballs, clicks, ears, however you want to, you know, gauge the interest, um, because that's the number one pressing issue on the field. I, you know, that's what fans care about. They care about the on the field product. They're not worried about ownership stuff. You know what I'm saying? Or uh, lawsuits involving coaches and teams and, and things like that. They're, they're worried about the players that are going to be on the field. So that's why I think Watson's the number one story, because as we have this conversation right now, there is legitimate, uh, I don't want to say concern. That's the wrong way to phrase it. And, and, but uh, there's legitimate question as to Deshaun Watson's availability come week one. And because, and because of his stature within the league as a player, right, he's one of the premier players at his position, led the NFL in passing the last time he played a full season back in 2020. 
that's why everybody's focused on the outcome uh, of his uh, his case. Um. So if you're looking at the shield though itself, and I'm like trying to, it's hard for me to not think of Captain America when we start talking about the shield. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Steve you know, Rogers ain't to, running through that door for you, Kamish. No, I don't think he is. I, I, but it, it, how much more can the shield be tarnished? I mean, you, we're talking <laughs> about all these cases, right? And, and, and is it mythical? This tarnishing the shield thing. I mean, we've well, I, look, I, I think the shield is Teflon. You know, okay. uh, the NFL is America's new pastime. It's by far the most popular sport. They could play a game at noon on Tuesday. The stadium be, stadium would be full, and millions of eyeballs would be watching the game. Uh, it's it's the league's popularity is unquestioned. And again, you know, talking about fans that. Um, we'll say I'm done, right? Uh, right. We, how many times have we heard that uh, in regards to stuff, right? We we heard it with the Colin Kaepernick protesting. Well, the ratings have grown since then. Um, yeah, sure. I'm sure that there have been some fans that were turned off and legitimately did stop paying attention to the NFL. But when you look at the ratings, the ratings every year keep going up and up and up and up. And it, it NFL games. I usually end up like with the, the, the is like the top five or top ten most watched programs uh, during ratings periods because the league is just that immensely popular. So from my perspective, um, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. But the NFL, the Shield, as you like to call it, it's Teflon. Right. I, I just I don't think there's anything um, that it, it could potentially uh, turn fans away. Uh, whether it's allegations made against players, whether it's allegations made against owners, I you know it's a twenty four seven three sixty five news cycle. Uh, to the league's credit, they they have turned into this corporate behemoth with thirty two different entities as well that have turned into their own corporate behemoths. So yeah, I I just I I think that the NFL at this point. It, it's Teflon. That's the only way I can describe it because for every fan, right, that said that they are done with the Browns over the Deshaun Watson situation, right, that they're just so offended right. and, and so appalled at what Deshaun is accused of and that the Browns would trade for Deshaun and give him all that money, there are thousands of fans ready to buy up those seats that are going to be vacated in the stadium. The Cleveland Browns will have no problems and have no problems selling tickets. For the fans that they lost on the season ticket roll, there were thousands waiting to jump in and and buy tickets. The supply and demand is there. So, um, and, and I do think, right, uh, I, I think that some of those fans that say that they're done with the Browns, I honestly feel that those fans will be back. I do. I, I, I get the reaction. I understand the reaction. Um, I, I really do. But I do think that, you know, some of the fans that say that they're absolutely dumb with the Browns over this, I think some of those fans will indeed be back at some point. Yeah, I think it's I, – I, I just think it's part of fandom, right? Yes, it is. It's it, Fandom, you're, it's, it's the, the roller coaster. Yeah. It really yeah, is. It, and, um, and, and again, I, I understand, uh, you know – as someone who looks at situations impartially, I understand both sides. I, I understand the fans that are 
excited about having Deshaun, uh, a player of Deshaun Watson's capabilities on the field because, quite frankly, that's not something that we've seen in Cleveland in a long, 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 long time, right? Um, yep. And, and, and look, I think it's fair to say the Browns are a desperate team. Desperate teams do desperate things. Uh, you know, Desha- I, I, if it weren't for these allegations, I don't think Deshaun Watson's a Cleveland Brown. If it, if it were not for the video that was published, uh, Kareem Hunt is not a Cleveland Brown. Um, you know, so on one side you say, hey, the front office is opportunistic and taking advantage of situations in order to bring the best football players in. And then there's the moral side that says, well, these are the type of guys they're bringing in with these type of uh, allegations or problems hanging over them. There's that, you know what I'm saying? There's the moral dilemma no, that, that kicks in for fans. So, I, again, I get it. But but what do fans care most about? They care about winning. What you know, the, the Cleveland Browns' job and Andrew Berry's job is to put the best football players on the field to give them the best chance to win. Now, the flip argument is, well, if they don't behave off the field, they're not eligible to play on the field, right? I, I get it. Right. But, you know, it's – it's. Um, uh, I had a conversation with a colleague recently in, 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 about this very topic, and, we, we, you know, we were, we were talking about moral standards in, in not just in the NFL but in, in the workplace. And, and uh, you know, this person said to me, Daryl, the Cleveland Browns don't have the luxury of allowing their moral convictions to get in the way of winning football games because they've been so bad for so long and they got a little taste right in, in 20, in in 2020, we got a little taste of, of the Browns in the playoffs and how close they came to getting back to the AFC championship game. Right. Got a little taste of that. And so we want more as fans. Um, and, and so the, the team clearly is willing to do, uh, whatever it takes. Um, and the, and Andrew Barry has proven that with his roster improvements. Uh, but with that, sometimes comes, uh, you know, the, the, the sacrifice of one's principles at times as well. He is Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. We love having you on board. Today's show produced by Meredith Kane. Thank you so much for being a part of it. It is always game day in Cleveland. Um, we will be back later this week as we drop, I think, again on Thursday. So um, thanks for listening. And if you like what you're listening to, remember to listen and subscribe. And just like us. Give us a couple stars. Daryl, final thought. Uh, looking forward to uh, summer vacation coming up here. Uh, we got a couple of cool things planned for the pod while uh, I take some time off and you get a little time off too. And then uh, training camp's going to be here before we know it. So um, it, it, it it's like three weeks away. But as I get older, those three weeks uh, tend to disappear in the blink of an eye. So uh, look, looking forward to a little pre-camp break. But uh, the podcast isn't going anywhere. We'll we'll, we'll uh, still be uh, releasing our two episodes a week. And uh, thanks to all those that have submitted feedback. Thanks to those that have, have subscribed. We appreciate you. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your family. Uh, we, appreci- we appreciate each and every one of you. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. Thanks for listening.